You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. The Michigan Opera Theater's new season is underway at the Detroit Opera House. Detroit Today producer Jake Neer recently spoke with the MOT's principal conductor, Stephen Lord, about what is in store this fall. We also had the pleasure of hearing a live performance from the Opera Theater here in the studio at WDET. Here's Jake's conversation with Stephen Lord from earlier this week. Stephen Lord, Principal Conductor for the Michigan Opera Theater, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be back in Detroit where I started my career in 1975. Absolutely. And we are um, very excited to hear about this upcoming fall uh, opera season, which actually is underway already at the Michigan Opera Theater. Uh, I'll have plenty to chat with you uh, about that. But first, we want to hear a little bit of a performance from the Opera Theater. What are we about to hear? Well... Uh, we would do something from the opera Rigoletto, which, we're, which we are performing right now. But since we're taping early in the day, mm-hmm. it's probably probably a bit <laughs> unkind to ask a singer to come in and live do the big aria from that sure. because it's you know it's early. However, we are going to do an uh, an aria from Gianni Schicchi by Puccini called O Mio Babino Caro, which a lot of your listeners have heard in various forms and various commercials. It featured well in the movie Room with a View, etc. And it does kind of relate to Rigoletto because Rigoletto is all about a, a father and his relationship with his daughter. And in this aria here, O Mio Babino Caro, the girl is trying to, to convince her father to let her marry someone. Mm. So the stories are rather similar, and this is very beautiful. And we have the wonderful Heiji Chang singing it for us, who's as beautiful a performer as and person as her voice is, and Tessa Hartel, who is the, the principal chief um, coach for the Michigan Opera Theater Studio, has come in and is, is accompanying her. So I've known them both for a very long time, and I love them.
just a beautiful Are performance. Yeah, sure, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. A beautiful performance from the Michigan Opera Theater here on Detroit Today. Uh, you are listening to Detroit Today. My name is Jake Neer. I'm sitting here with Stephen Lord, the principal conductor for the Michigan Opera Theater. We're talking about the fall season that is has just started at the Michigan Opera Theater. Uh, Stephen, talk a little bit about what's in store for people coming to the opera in the fall. I know that Rigoletto is the, the opening uh, of the season. That's uh, underway. Tell us a little bit about that and some of the other things that uh, will be happening at the Detroit Opera House. Well, this production of Rigoletto is one that I did eight years ago in London, and it's a very famous uh, uh, updating, if you will, of the of the story. Now it's set in New York and not in 14th century, mm-hmm. you know, Mantova. So it in, in the 1950s, right? In the 1950s, right, when we had wise guys, <laughs> and almost everybody is a wise guy right. in this, including the Duke himself, you know, which would, of course, in our day, be a nickname, mm-hmm. calling someone the Duke. Anyway, um, uh, the story is the story is actually, in many ways, more clearly told in this concept. And uh, your public has more opportunities to see it Saturday night and Sunday afternoon of this week. And, you know, as beautifully as Tessa played uh, this aria of Puccini, uh, the Verdi will be accompanied by our incredible Michigan Opera Theater Orchestra, great friends, and they're really arising to the occasion. There's nothing quite like live theater mm-hmm. with a live full orchestra right there and hearing it. There just isn't. You have to experience it to really understand. Sure, sure. And uh, what are some of the other performances that are coming down the line uh, after Rigoletto? Well, the, uh, in the fall, the legendary Kathleen Battle, mm-hmm. and a lot of people uh, of your people will know who Kathy is. Um, also, she did you know a lot of television live opera things, but also live stuff from Carnegie Hall Christmas and whatever else. Beautiful, beautiful woman who did her uh, degree in teaching at mm. the Cincinnati Conservatory. And uh, her professor, Italo Taio, a great Italian bass from the 40s and 50s, and then actually later in smaller parts, uh, was stage directing the Barber of Seville here in Detroit in 1976. And I was the pianist for that, because that's how I started in this profession. And Kathy was recommended by Italo to come here and make her operatic debut. And she wasn't sure in those days if this was the way she was going to go, because she was getting a teaching degree. But she was the second cast, even. She wasn't the first cast. But it launched her in a way, um, I I guess, on an Apollo 13, you know, (laughs) rocket. And her career from then skyrocketed where she was a staple at the Met and every place in the world. Including, she made a lot of television commercials in Japan because she's just so famous everywhere. So she's coming up um, on November 5th. And that will be a recital. But in in the Opera House, Wayne Brown, who is our executive director really the boss of the whole place. Um, we want to put more and more things on the stage there in between operas that would have some interest for the Detroit public. And sure. so to that end, we have Kathy coming and we have great plans that we we're not allowed to announce yet, but <laughs> they're coming to fill those sure. seats. Sure. And then after that, we're doing, well, we're rehearsing it simultaneous to Kathy is um, The Marriage of Figaro mm-hmm. by Mozart, which is arguably the greatest opera ever written. Uh, 
It's a comic opera, but not necessarily a ha-ha-ha-ha comic opera. Mm -hmm. The situations are, are very comic, and it's wonderful. Very, really, really important piece. Familiar tunes, beautiful music. It's the great Mozart at his, at his very best, and the production is beautiful. I actually, truth to tell, did the premiere of this production when it was first new. Oh, and wow. we're bringing it here. As with the Rigoletto, when, when I started helping program stuff at the Michigan Opera, because this is my first season doing it, although mm -hmm. I only programmed the first two operas myself and cast them. Uh, as we did this, I said, you know, there are two productions I want to do here. One is this Rigoletto, which I think is the best one in the world, and our audience certainly showed that the other night at the opening night. They felt that way. And this Marriage of Figaro, which is really the best way to do this piece. And, and, so, and from a layman's standpoint, someone who doesn't follow opera very closely, when I think of Mozart, I, I think of just the orchestral music. I don't think of him as someone who wrote operas. Oh. And I think that, and, and clearly I'm wrong. <laughs> clearly you're wrong. Yeah. I, no, no, not really. He wrote, he wrote tons of music. But remember, he started when he was three. I mean, right. you know, he, wrote, he wrote everything. But he wrote more than 20 operas. Right. Uh, not all of them are, are good. Remember, he was very young when he started writing those things. But, the, you know, the three seminal ones are, are The Marriage of Figaro, Don Giovanni, mm -hmm. you know, really one of the great pieces. And his other one, Cosi Fantuta, The Magic Flute, yeah. of course, is, is a great favorite. I've conducted it actually twice here in, in Detroit. So, yeah, I think his fame for a lot of people is orchestral music, but a lot of kids and people are introduced to opera through The Magic Flute. Mm -hmm. And they're very user-friendly. Uh, sure. You know, there's nothing... You know, long-haired and highbrow about them. Uh, as I tell a lot of people when, you know, they want to say, oh, but Mozart has to be this way and Mozart has to be that way. Nah. <laughs> you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber has a show opening here in Detroit. He wrote music commercially, and Mozart wrote music as a commercial composer. Mm -hmm. He just happened to be better than everybody else. <laughs> right, sure, sure. This is Detroit Today. I'm Jake Neer. I'm speaking with Stephen Lord, the principal conductor of the Michigan Opera Theater. We're talking about the new fall season over at the Detroit Opera House with the Michigan Opera Theater. And Stephen, last time we spoke with uh, the theater, we were right before the departure of David DiChiara, the founder of the Michigan Opera Theater, in many ways the public face of the opera theater here in Detroit. And, and so now that he has departed after a huge celebration to give him a proper send off. I'm curious what, what you would say about how the future of leadership at the Opera Theater looks like, and what do you expect in terms of artistic direction now that he's no longer uh, sort of uh, steering the ship? Well, first of all, he's not departed. Mm. He is very much in evidence. We see David all the time, and we talk to David a lot. Someone and like that doesn't really retire, right? No, no, no. What is it? Like MacArthur said, they just fade away, <laughs> but I don't see David fading away sure, either. Sure. Uh, and, of course, he gave me my first job, so... Uh, we're very close, and he's involved. And you know the old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm -hmm. He started a, a really great thing in a place that no one thought could really uh, maintain and sustain. And so it's going very well. Uh, is it going to be different? Oh, sure, it's going to be different because it's, uh, you know, I'm a different person and, you know, and, and but David started this and we need to follow in the footsteps because that's what the audience is expecting. You know, the Rigoletto was a, was a departure, but people just loved it. Um, and, you know, 
my job when I come here, you know, the, the times are better now than they were you know, 10 years ago financially and all in the city has, has come back in a way. And I've been out in the opera world lots of places. I think my charge is to bring really coherent, beautiful productions to this town with some new pieces, some old pieces, as David always did, mm-hmm. and with some, you know, exciting younger talent. You know, there, there, there are no real stars in the opera world today in any city. You know, mm-hmm. they, you put them on a, on a handful. But what I'm, what I want to do is create cohesive productions that, and everyone notices in Rigoletto that people are all working together in a in a in a beautiful way to give a, a homogenized. I don't want to say cutting edge because that's dumb, but homogenized, exciting performance that will, and this will sound dumb too, but better the lives of the people who who come to see it. Mm-hmm. So the artistic director of the uh, direction of the company will be kind of what it is now. But, you know, Wayne and I want to do, you know, more things within the opera house. We'd like to add more repertoire to the to the opera and the opera house. And, you know, there are great plans afoot for some new sorts of things, incorporating, of course, our dance season, which is, you know, very big. There's an, an enormous following for that in Detroit. And maybe we can find ways to... Um, meld the two so everybody is getting their their bucks worth as it is so um yeah i'm very excited about it you know i've been doing this for quite a long time and i've been involved with a lot of companies that have commissioned so many new works and many of which have done very well and and my hallmark has been discovering and nurturing the best talent there is out there and with a I modestly, no, immodestly have to say, I don't think anybody's had a better track record at that. Mm. So why shouldn't Detroit be where they start? I started here. Kathy started here. Sure. Let's bring those people here and and launch their careers. Yeah. Well, Stephen, I uh, won't let you go without getting away with a little bit of shameless self-promotion here, or cross-promotion, no that, uh, <laughs> that if, if people are interested in the uh, new season at the Opera House, I actually helped... Uh, produce the new Michigan Opera Theater podcast, Opera Here, with Austin Stewart and Diane Schaff. Uh, you can go to the Michigan Opera Theater's website. Uh, we have one episode up on Rigoletto. Uh, and if you go to the Rigoletto section of the website, you can see the podcast there and listen to it. It's just amazing how Austin and Diane broke down the human stories behind Rigoletto, and and we'll do that with each of the operas that the Opera Theater puts together this this season. Uh, and it's really fun, too. I mean, oh, for yeah. a lot of people who don't think opera and think fun in the same oh, sort of thought, oh, gosh, you're that, wrong. Oh, I'm seeing red, <laughs> I'm seeing red. The, yes. the, the, point, the point is that, you know, most of us in, in, in our world of virtual everything, mm-hmm. you know, even, even, even cartoons, don't you have, there's no imagination anymore, mm-hmm. you know, because they look like people now. When you go to the when you go to the opera, opera is so big. It's so much bigger than than life. And when you watch it, you can still imagine things happening. It's not being thrown in your face as a virtual reality. It's not. It's mm-hmm. a metaphor. People yes. are singing. They're not speaking. And it's all different, but it's all huge. And 
our point now is to get people who are so dulled out by their iPhones and their iPads and 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 being on computers all day long is to get them to feel something, yeah. to come in and, and participate and applaud and hopefully will move you in a way that lets us know that there is something bigger out there. We are bigger. Everything we do is bigger. Mm -hmm. So come and enjoy yourselves and get swept up in it and feel the passion of these people doing things with their body that is Olympic, that, that is the, it, it it's, takes the refinement of the greatest athlete and the greatest Olympic star to make the beautiful sounds that this woman, Heiji, just sang. This is superhuman. It's bigger than life. And so, you know, the greatest show on earth, now that Ringling isn't doing it, I guess we'll have to be the greatest show on earth. <laughs> well, Stephen Lord, principal conductor with the Michigan Opera Theater, thank you so much for joining us here on Detroit Today. Thank you for being a great interviewer. That was Michigan Opera Theater Principal Conductor Stephen Lord speaking with Detroit Today producer Jake Neer about MOT's new season. You can find out more at michiganopera.org. That's going to do it for me this week. I'll be back on Monday. Hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you next week. <laughs>